Hello and welcome to Case Reopened. We're covering uh, the first OVA, Colleen. Yay! Detective Conan. Do you know what an OVA is, Colleen? Original video animation? Yeah. So I'm not sure. This was actually originally aired on television. So then it was later um, released on DVD as... Metante Conan Secret File Volume 1, which contained the first three OVAs. Oh, okay. I don't think that made it to us across the ocean. No. So it wouldn't be available to own until 2006, but it originally aired October 11th, 2000. Wow. And uh, it's fun. It's almost 22 years old. So this is called Conan vs. Kid. Versus Yaiba, Colin. Very original title. Yeah, so <laughs> this contains like all three of Gosho Oyama's most famous series intersecting here for one 22-minute special. So for context, so is this was this your first time watching it, having seen Kaido Kid or Magic Kaido and Yaiba? Yes. Okay, so... me too. So there's a lot more context here. Absolutely. Like, the the first time I saw it, I didn't know who the hell Kako was. Right? I forgot I that she was in this. I was like, oh. Any of the Yaiba people. I was very lost. Yeah. But uh, now, we, thanks to the Patreon, Colleen, and covering Kaido and covering Yaiba, we had all the information we needed. Yes. We are that much more learned. And it was so much more enjoyable. Well, I loved it when I watched it many years ago, but uh, it's just so much better knowing all these who all these characters are. Definitely. Um, and it actually comes from a Magic Kaido manga chapter. Um, so chapter 5 of volume 3 of Magic Kaido um, actually is like the basis for this. But obviously there was no Conan then. It was just... Kaido trying to rob Yaiba. Oh, that's um, really cool, and hijinks too. happening. Um, so this is kind of a, a spin on that and adding Conan into the mix. So that's really interesting because it felt that Conan was sort of the baseline and then all the other characters were being added in. You know, it was like from his point of view rather than, let's say, it was Yaiba's point of view and then like Conan comes in as a cameo. So it's really interesting that they did it that way. Yeah, so it's a, a fun recontextualization of that. And uh, to start the special, Conan appears along with Yaiba and Kid. And Conan says, This special video has been provided to all of you by Shonen Sunday. When you watch television, please brighten the room and don't sit too close to the screen. Good advice, Conan. Good advice that I do not listen to. I was watching this at like 11 o'clock at night and there was, I only had like a little lamp on. So I'm sorry, Conan. Wow. Not listening to his great advice. See how you are. So the episode opens with Conan in class and Mitsuhiko has this huge bag that he drops off <laughs> at his desk. He tells Conan that he's lending him his manga as promised, and that it's a whopping 24 volumes. <laughs> Did you ever pass manga volumes around, Coley, as a youth? Uh, no, because I didn't have friends who read manga. <laughs> so I just kept kept it for myself. It was your secret. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I was definitely sort of a closet anime and manga fan. It wasn't the cool thing to talk about. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise the Hiberas in your class would look at you and they'd smirk and they'd say, Oh, do great Colleen's <laughs> read manga too, do they? Exactly. I don't want to be bullied by the Hiberas. That's your, that, that was your own self-judgment occurring and you being afraid to... Show off your manga in class? Yeah, sure. just open up to people and it's kind of funny question right like it was like i found out many years later that like some of my classmates were also into this stuff and just nobody talked to each other about it save because you're all 
afraid of your inner high bears. Yeah, well, it's the stigma, dude. It's like, oh, that's that's so nerdy. You're such a geek if you like anime and manga. Like back in so. the day, I feel like it's a little bit more okay now. I still think it's like the poor younger brother to like comic books because of all the Marvel movies, but it's getting there. It's getting to be sort of popular. So Kenneth's reading can be a relaxing. And but High Bear tells him not to become too enchanted with it. Good advice, High Bear. Meh. <laughs> She's basically saying, "Hey, don't get too enchanted with it. You might start a podcast covering a thousand <laughs> episode anime with you know twenty plus films and ten OVAs, and then you're stuck doing that for the rest of your life." Wow, you, know? you really got a lot from that one sentence. Ah, she's very smart. Brevity is one of her many skills. <laughs> so we get the title card, which is the traditional Detective Cannon door opening. And we learn that the subtitle for this OVA is The Grand Battle for the Treasure Sword. That's exciting. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> like, the title is not very reflective of what happens. But, like, Was there a great battle? Yeah, Yaba and Kid fought. I suppose. It would have been better if Conan was in there as well. But he's the uh, he's the thinker of the group, I suppose. Yeah, I guess, like, as we were talking about, um, that's kind of the one area where you can tell that he kind of didn't factor into things um, beforehand because he stays away from the battle the entire mm-hmm. time. Good point, yep. So, later on, Mitsuhiko brags about getting a new game for his dream station bug. Everybody's favorite gaming console. Absolutely. Which, see how he put dream in there, Colleen? It was a hint. Yeah, I was not picking up on any of these hints. <laughs> uh, which is like a dream cast. Um, and he says the game is Common Yaiba 3, The Three Magicians. Ayumi and Genta are hyped for it and suggest playing it at Conan's house. As the detective agency is the detective boy's secret base of operations. Now this seemed odd to me because you think like if they had any base of operations, it'd be like Agassiz. Yeah, yeah. It, this this didn't make sense. <laughs> like, I can't even recall the last time that they were all at the detective agency. They're either at maybe Agassiz or like the run their little agency from school like they'll get clients at school yeah they don't really end up there very often but hey i guess things are off sometimes when you're dreaming Hmm. Mm -hmm. so they are then interrupted by a fortune teller who ayumi calls an old witch the woman takes offense to that and she explains that she's a spunky 17 year old she takes off the hood that she had on, and it's a Kaka from Magic Kaido. So, She's here. I totally appreciate her appearance now, because I know who she is last time. Like, I forgot she was in this. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, but how in the world this... did a Kako make it into the episode and not Aoko? Hey, you know, they had to get all the popular characters <laughs> in. And... I suppose a Kako has more of a purpose than a Kako. Aoko would have. Sorry, I hate their names. <laughs> yeah, so, so she made in, made it in, and uh, it was good seeing her. This is her anime debut, Colleen. Is it? Oh. Because I don't think she's ever in any of like the Conan episodes. Yeah, that's probably true. So the kids are a fan of her outfit and her crystal ball. She explains that it's been passed through her family for generations, and then she asks if the orb wants to tell Conan anything. The orb then speaks and it says, At the place where thou shall meet a tiger, a vulture, and a giant frog, thou must be ready to solve whatever comes. That's mysterious. Yeah. But I was already, like, smiling. I was like, I know what this means! <laughs> yeah, see, the, the Yaiba heads, all those real Yaiba fans, they know who's coming up. This is, like, much more enjoyable watching it with the the extra knowledge. Yeah, definitely. 
So Akaka tells Conan to be careful and does her trademark laugh. Her <laughs> Again, you can appreciate it so much more. Yeah, I'm like she did the she did the laugh. <laughs> and after she disappears, uh the kids all say, Wow, she really was an old witch. <laughs> <laughs> Ayumi asks if Conan is worried about the prediction, and though Conan laughs it off, he seems to be taking it pretty seriously. He takes everything seriously. Yeah, he needs to relax. Yeah, he needs to relax and read some manga. Conan arrives home, and both Sayaka and her mother, both from Yaiba, are at the detective agency as customers. This is fun. It is. All, the worlds are colliding here. Like, I know all you people. They want Kogoro to protect a sword that Kaido Kid is targeting. Sayaka says Kogoro is so famous that she's sure that he can defeat Kid. <laughs> As if fame has anything to do with it. Kenan listens, and he rushes in to look at the note from Kid, which reads, Tonight at 8 o'clock... I shall call at your honorable home to receive your treasure sword. And then signed by Kaito Kid. Kegaro punches him for getting in his way. And then he accepts the case and says he will capture Kid while protecting the sword at the same time. He's quite confident, Colleen. Yeah, I feel like Kogoro is the type that like over-promises but under-delivers. We don't want that, do we? Kainan then looks at Sayaka and her mother... And he feels like he's seen them before, but he has a hard time placing it. <laughs> See, we didn't have a hard time placing it. No, they're from Yaiba. Come on. That's right. So now at Sayaka's house, we see the loudmouth granny, who is really one of the stars of the episode. Oh, she's, yeah. <laughs> she's fantastic. We see her yelling at Inspector Nakamori from Magic Kaito, and she says that his kind aren't welcome there. She throws him and the other policemen out, and she says she will protect the sword by herself. Kogoro and the rest then arrive. I was surprised that they brought the detective boys with them. Yeah. I'm... Yeah. I, 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 were they necessary? They don't really do much, no. but I guess they, they have a little scene with the uh, animals later on, but that's about it. Um, so Granny kind of treats them the same, saying that they should go home as her family will protect it. Kogoro then checks in with Nakamori, and Conan notes that the grandma seems much tougher than Kid. Mm -hmm. He's not wrong. No, he's not. Also, can we take a moment to appreciate that Kogoro and Nakamori are face-to-face, -face, and they're basically the same character, but in their respective <laughs> shows? Yeah, it's a real meeting of the mind as they come and get a plan of attack together. Yeah, if only they had, like, a breaking the third wall, fourth wall kind of thing, and it's like, oh, well, you know, you're so handsome, Nakamori. It's like I'm looking to a mirror type of thing. So Nakamori and his crew decide to secure the perimeter outside, while Kogoro and the detective boys come inside. We then see Yaiba for the first time. And he asks Granny who the Concho kid is. <laughs> Do you know what a Concho is, Colin? Um, it's a prank performed by clasping the hands. Is that the note that you love? Oh, wow. <laughs> Clearly, you're just reading it. Did you know what this was before uh, reading my notes, though? No. And I can't okay. remember if there was an editor's note when I was watching the episode. So, Concho is a prank that is performed by clasping your hands together in the shape of an imaginary gun. So you put your index fingers together and then <laughs> you put these fingers up against an un unsuspecting person's butt and you, you stick it in there yeah. and you go, Concho! Okay, so I, I've heard of it. Like it's like sexual assault, but funny. <laughs> But funny. I think uh, I was first introduced to this through Naruto. Yeah, I've definitely. I didn't know the name, but I've seen it in other anime. Yeah, that's the same for me. 
so when you're like oh what do you know contra like i yeah i've seen it in another anime but i didn't know that was the n- official name so yeah that's that that much more hilarious that yaiba calls kid that so wikipedia notes that it's a common prank among children in east asian countries and uh in china its popularity was derived from the jutsu technique in naruto <laughs> well there you go that's exactly what it, kakashi does it to naruto in an English-speaking country, the prank is known as goosing or yimming. What? I've never heard it called yimming, but uh, I, yeah, there you go. I I guess I've heard of goosing. I just didn't know that that was what it was. Yeah, it was people putting their it's fingers like in up the North butts. America. We just trip. I mean, people. you're not really going up the butt. You're kind of just you're poking the fabric. Poking the fabric. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're not going like past kinda, the underwear. You're not. You know, no. If you, if, if we're getting really technical, I mean, it's not good. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend this. I mean, I think it's don't try this at home. I think societal norms in the, the year twenty twenty two. Um, I don't think I'd be going around conchoing. Yeah, I'm. I don't know if I could uh, name a more recent, like modern anime that I've seen this in. I don't know. Um, Unless it's based off of old manga, maybe. It was quite popular, at least still in 2010. But 2010 was a long time ago. <laughs> um, in Korea, it's called Dong Chim, which translates to poop needle. Okay. <laughs> we can always count on the Koreans to sort of make it very descriptive. <laughs> So, kancho is a slang usage of the Japanese word for enema. So, there you go. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, that, well, I wouldn't go around, like, trying to bring this back, but uh, that's a thing. Yeah, I don't know if, <laughs> if I want to see a comeback. Hey, you know, uh, old, uh, just found a good image of uh, Kakashi doing it to uh, Mike Guy. So there we go. <laughs> Kakashi's just doing it to everybody, willy-nilly. Just, just having a good time, conchoing. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the most powerful jutsu of them all. <laughs> well, then. So, uh, Yaba learns that Kid, the Kanjo Kid, is a bad thief, so he decides to stop him. Ron then spots Yaba, and she's like, aw, he's so cute and tiny. Look how small he is, and he's like, I'm the same age as you. He's also bigger than Conan. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, the kids all laugh after he introduces himself, and they say he doesn't look like common Yaba at all. Oh, jeez. And, uh, yeah, I was like, what? I'm not common. I'm. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> I want to say Kagatoro, but I don't think it's that. No, that's the. Kura. Kurayabi? Kura... Wow. I can't yep. remember. <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah. It is Kurgane. There you go. But yeah, they're all shocked. They're like, how do you not know what Kamenyaba is? Because he lived in a jungle for 20 years. <laughs> not 20 years, but like 10 years. <laughs> so the scene moves to the indoors where Kogoro, Ron, and Conan meet with Sayaka's father. The patriarch of the family explains that they all practice kendo. And he believes his family can handle themselves. So he tells Kogoro that he can rest here. And after Kid is arrested, they can all share a drink. So this is the easiest job yet for Kogoro. Oh yeah, I'm sure he's having a great time. Also, how sad is it that Saika's father has a bigger role in this OVA than in his own show? Oh, so does uh, Yaba's father. As <laughs> yeah. see. I was so happy to see him. I'm just like, oh hey, it's Goku. So, the detective boys look outside, and they find a tail sticking out of a bush. They pull on it, expecting to see a cat, 
But instead, they find a tiger. It's Kagetora. There's Kagetora. Whose last name is... I mean, I guess it could be Yabba. He's a pet. Do you give your last names your, na- your name as a last name? My vet does, I suppose. <laughs> there you go. So they then run into Frogman and Shinosuke. Old Giro Giro there. Giro Zymon Jiroda. If you want to get specific, I just call him Frogman. But Shinosuke is a vulture, which is all Viaba's pets. Um, this is very random if you haven't seen Yaiba. <laughs> That's right. It's just all these animals appearing I, from nowhere. I have no idea what, what I thought on. the first time I watched this. Yeah. I wish I could remember, like, just how confused I was. Um, so the kids scream out in terror. And that's when everybody just rushes toward them thinking the kid was there. The police even arrive. But they're like, oh, it's just pets. Why are you guys being such dorks? Like they're just very acceptable that there's this giant tiger. frog man and a tiger and a vulture being there. This very commonplace. Yeah. Yeah, and Granny's like, oh, they're just Yaiba's friends. And that's when Conan recalls the prediction that Akaka gave as there's the vulture, the frog, and the tiger. Wow, Okako's prediction actually came true for once. Okay, what do you mean for once? <laughs> She's always right. Come on. So, Kogoro and the crew head on inside, and that's when they meet Yaiba's father, Kinjiro. He's great. He's great. <laughs> yes! <laughs> he just looks like an adult Goku, and uh, he's like an even worse father. <laughs> yeah, so we have like a combination... Like- Sayaka's father's probably the best dad of the three, so we've got Kogoro, Kenjiro, Nakamori. I don't think they're winning any Fathers of the Year awards. Yeah. Um so Kenjiro offers to drink with Kogoro, who is like really just right there ready to accept, but Ron gives him a glare. Conan sneaks off and he asks Granny about the treasure sword. And she says she doesn't know anything about it. I think she's clearly lying. Um, and Conan then finds that Chinese liquor there that um, he used uh, in Conan to transform. And it, he asks Granny about it. And she says they use it for healing purposes. And Conan's like, oh, I have a cold. And she's like, oh, let me give you a sip of this. And she picks up some other medicine instead. Um, Conan's forced to drink it, and his body begins burning, but it stops, and then Ron steps in and pulls him away. She's like, Conan, what are you doing? Don't be like my dad. (laughs) Don't be an alcoholic. And then immediately, Kagero has has been unattended for about 30 seconds here, (laughs) and he has just gotten totally crunk. It's funny because it's true. Kogoro and Kenjiro are just I could watch a whole show of them together oh yes yeah, spin off and Kogoro um, says he's five because the number five in Japan is go and Kenjiro says he's ten because it's Jew and together that makes them Jugoro or fifteen because 10 plus 5 is 15, and 15 is Jugo. Yay! Can't have an episode without some Japanese magic. Yeah, so they're just, like, enjoying life and (laughs) having the best time of anybody in this. They're like soulmates. They've found each other. Yeah. Like, and this was the moment when Ron gave up on Eri and Kogoro, and she realized that the real one true pairing is Jugoro. That's right. It's probably the only time we'll see them together. Yes, definitely. Um, so it's now 7.55 p.m. As so Nakamura readies his men. It's just five minutes until Kid's gonna strike. We then see Kid watching from a skyscraper, scouting out the house. He jumps off the building and begins gliding toward it. He wonders where the sword is, and that's when he runs straight into Shinosuke, who's just flying about, as the vulture does. 
And he then falls into the pond right on the frog man. Because <laughs> he's in the, the pond, as like, a frog would be. He, sl- he sleeps in the pond. This is important frogman lore we're learning here. <laughs> Definitely. Frogman does not have his own room. How in the house. deep is this pond? <laughs> like you wouldn't think the pond would be that as deep as it is. I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure Frogman is bigger than the depth of the pond. And uh so kid falls on him, Frogman's like, What the hell's going on? Um, but kid is able to escape before being seen. Kaido runs onto the roof. And he falls through the ceiling. Just happens to land in Sayaka's room as she's getting dressed. You know. Because we gotta be a bit pervy. Mm-hmm. It's anime. <laughs> anime, if you will. Um, and he tells her not to be upset as it will make a mess of her pretty face. What a talker. Wow. He then kisses her on the cheek and she begins swooning. Yeah, she's got hearts in her eyes. (laughs) Yeah, she says, Kido-sama! Just like she was calling (laughs) Oh, this is just the beginning for Kid. Yeah, Kid asks her where the sword is, and she's like, oh, it's in the Kindo Dojo. (laughs) Yeah, here's the secret that we've been trying to keep from you. Yeah, she's completely Kid crazy. She can join. Just uh, like <laughs> yeah, slightly. <laughs> she can join Sonico's fan club. So, Kid is then stopped by the mother who draws her Kendo sword. So, Kid charms her as well, and he gives her a flower, which he says is much more fitting for such a beautiful woman. She also assumes. She says, Kidosama. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when he runs into the final boss. <laughs> Granny. And the father then appears and he yells at Kid. He's like, what What are you doing bewitching my wife and my daughter? And Conan spots Kid. He begins running toward him. And Kid has his miss impossible task yet, which is charming the granny. So he changes her into a dress. It's like pink little <laughs> tutu going on and then uh he says he puts on the charm he says oh you're the most beguiling one yet and then he does it and then she starts gushing and she goes kidosama i i really thought that she wasn't going to be affected <laughs> yeah it's it's a really good moment it's probably the funniest part of the oh episode. it's so good it, it was a lot of fun and Kid is more of a ladies' man in this than in his own show. I mean, he's still a bit of a ladies' man. Yeah, I don't think I've seen anything to this degree, though. He's not, like, going around kissing random people on the cheek and, or like, I don't know, uh, just seducing them outright. Yeah, he plays it up a bit here. Um, So Conan is too slow in his chase, and that's when he remembers the medicine. He takes a brief detour, and he chugs it, and you think that he's going to be transforming back into Shinichi. Because that's what happens. Yeah, exactly. That would make sense. Meanwhile, Ron is dragging her drunken father around the house, (laughs) and that's when she walks into Kogoro? But he's sober? What is going on here? Uh, Yeah, I thought what everybody else was thinking. (laughs) So there's two there's two Kogoros now. So obviously they believe it's Kid, but it's actually Conan who drank the medicine and then became Kogoro. Yep. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> well, it's because he didn't drink the actual liquor. He was drinking that weird other stuff. The weird purple medicine. Yeah. So all the police begin chasing after Conan. Kid then reaches the dojo, and he goes to retrieve the sword. He sees it, but it's on the back of Yaiba, who challenges Kancho to a battle. <laughs> and I love how Kid is so irritated. He's like, I'm not Kancho. Yaiba charges at Kaido, and his sword is blocked by Kid's card gun. 
However, I, I love how Kid gets the one up here. He just, like, looks interested in another direction. And yeah, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and he just turns. And he uses that distraction to just take the sword right from him, and he calls him a pinhead. Oh, yeah, that was the other funny thing. So simple. Yava charges back at him, and then it cuts to Conan as Koguro, and he decides to drink even more of the medicine. And this time, he turns into Hattori Haji. I'm... I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad he made it into this. Yeah, this is like the crossover episode of all crossovers, so we needed a couple seconds of Haji. Yes. And we get just that. Um, and they're like, how'd you get here? Well, it must be Kid. So they just keep chasing after him. Well, the real Kid is fighting against Shiba. Kid then gets back onto the roof, and he's greeted by Masashi, who we haven't seen in this episode yet. No. There's so many faces here that appear for, like, ten seconds. So, like, if if you're not, like, somebody that watches all three series and, like, are a pretty big fan, you're you're so confused during Mm -hmm. this. Because there's so many characters. That's right. And they don't, because of how quick they appear, like, you don't really get a chance to even know who any of them are like we don't get like oh like musashi i don't do they even say like oh i'm yaiba's you know mentor no i would i probably thought like musashi was the grandpa of the family or something yeah and then you're you're left wondering who the hell is this vulture who the hell is (laughs) frog man like there's so much going on here but uh musashi calls kid a splendid thief and says he reminds him of jiro kichi who I looked into, and this was like an 1800s Japanese Robin Hood Mm -hmm. during the Edo period. Yeah. And the, you know, Robin Hood, his nickname, you know, like Pied Piper and cool stuff. He gets cool names. Jirokichi gets Rat Kid. Rat Kid, yeah. I Which is, like, funny enough, it Pied Piper and rats. There, there is a connection there. It's sort of a lame nickname, you know. Yeah. I mean, it makes me think of Fruits Basket, but I think uh, Yuki was Rat Boy. But same difference. There, yeah, maybe he'll transform into something that smells as well. <laughs> well that's a cat. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> No, you're 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 in the right show. So, uh, kid says, unfortunately, he's not that chivalrous, and he flies away on his glider. However, Yaiba has a kite <laughs> and gets carried up there as well. Where did this come from? It was great, though. Yaiba's got some tricks of his own. Yeah, so he wasn't using any of his orbs, so presumably he hasn't collected yeah. them yet. I don't know. But yeah, he did not have any of the orbs or his, like, powers. So it was a a less interesting fight than it could have Mm -hmm. been. Maybe this took place... Remember, because there is that moment where I think they lose the orb and then they have to regroup. Oh, okay. Yeah. Back at the house. So maybe it happened around there. Yep. If we had to make this (laughs) crossover dream make some sense. You know, so I'll say there. Yeah, let's go. So, uh, Conan, as Hattori, is exhausted, and he wonders what the hell is going on. He says, what is with this strange, uneasy feeling I've had since morning? Then thinks over all the events and figures out something. As Yaiba and Kaido are battling in the air, we then see Onomaru. <laughs> yes. So, if you have no clue about Yaiba, you just see this random guy with horns. <laughs> and he's, like, ordering around these demon men. And then you see this cannon shoot out a laser beam. Like, yeah. the amount of anime confusion here going on. Especially, like, if you were just a Conan fan. And you tune in expecting, like, oh, it's Kid versus uh, a thief. That's pretty established this won't get too weird and it gets very weird yeah so weird because like, at least if 
okay, let's say you are just a Conan fan, like you would have probably come across Kaido Kid at one point. And then you get the absurdity that is Yaiba. <laughs> like, it makes sense. We're, we're all like sitting here talking about this, like, oh yeah, like there's a vulture and a tiger. Oh, and this guy wearing like spikes on his chest. But um, it really doesn't. <laughs> like, it's just a bunch of random stuff put in to one show and there's samurais and magic powers and and um yeah i'm i'm just realizing now that code was it is it his name's kojiro that other yeah. guy's not in here so i was like but i wouldn't have known that the first time watching this but now i'm just like okay well if you have if you have a spot for onimaru in this then where's kojiro Indeed, where is Kojiro, Masashi's rival? But, um... Yeah, so... Onomaru has them shoot, like, a big cannon there, and we just see a bunch of fireworks in the air. Yaiba and Kaido are kind of blasted away and go f flying. The sword falls back into the yard, and it's picked up by Shinichi. Of course. Returns it to the family, and he thanks Yaiba for stopping Kid. What a Shinichi move here to do absolutely nothing and then take all the credit. That's why he's so great. <laughs> what an asshole. So Shinichi says that he's been bothered all day by strange premonition, but now he understands it. First, there's something off about the detective boys. Ayumi was wearing a ribbon in her hair rather than her normal headscarf. Did you notice that, Colleen? No. <laughs> Ginta's bald spot was on the opposite side of his head. Didn't notice that either. How much does it suck when you're like a 10-year-old kid and you have a bald spot? Must suck a lot. <laughs> no wonder he comfort eats, you know? Right. He's like, I need to distract away from my bald spot, so I'm just going to... Eat. Yeah, I'm just gonna make this big old body and like nobody comments. On, shape. Yeah, nobody comments on his triangle shape. So Mitsuhiko is missing his freckles. So there's something off about all the kids there. So I can get behind the um, missing freckles being weird, and maybe the bald spot. Although, whatever that could be. Depending on the angle, but Ayumi could have just been, you know, w w wanting to switch things up. She would never wear a ribbon. Come on, Colleen, let's say <laughs> not in. Really? She's a fashionista. Okay, so this is Tyler's fashion corner now. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Kogoro had three locks of hair dangling from his head rather than the normal two. Have you ever noticed how many hairs Kogoro has? No. Neither <laughs> have I. I'm going to pay attention yeah. now. Ron's bangs were parted differently than normal. I did think she looked kind of off, but I, did, I it didn't like put it together. I just was like, oh, they didn't have their best animation crew on this. <laughs> <laughs> that was how I looked at it. I was like, oh, well, it's an OVA. I guess they kind of cheaped out on it. Ron's looking a little weird. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's like, how can you notice something about Ron when she has that big old horn head, you know? Exactly. Like, how can anything else look odd? You're like, did you see Ron? And like, I thought he was going to be like, she has a giant horn on her head. And, oh, wait, that's normal. But no, he's <laughs> wait, like, her bangs. Like, at least tie her hair back or something. I couldn't notice the bangs. But Kogros yeah, is probably the stupidest. Very small differences. I didn't notice any of them. But Shinichi, in his keen eye, was able to determine that everything that happened was a dream. Wow. So ordinarily, this like, this is, like, what we hate, right? The Oh, yes. it was all a dream. I wasn't even bothered. I had so much fun with this episode. Yeah. It's a good time to just be like, hey, what you watched wasn't real, but sure was fun. Mm -hmm. And it was. So Conan is then woken up by Ron, who says his friends are coming over, and she says, see what happens when you read manga late into the night. 
you won't get up on time. And she says, breakfast is ready. And Kenan recalls his dream. And the picture zooms out. And we see that he was reading volumes of Yaiba all night. That's so cute. So there you go. And then he just met, like, puts Kaido Kid in there for no reason into his dream. Yeah, of course. So the credits roll. And it uses the anime's 10th opening, uh, 10th closing song, Natsu no Maburoshi by Garnet Crow and Colleen. Before we give our thoughts and go over the manga to anime changes, why don't you thank our lovely Patreon supporters? Oh, for sure. Like, without you guys, we wouldn't have the context of Yaiba and Magic Kaido. Yeah, isn't it good that we've watched, like,. 20 episodes of Yaiba and all this magic kaido and yeah. it all came together before this OVA. Yeah. Perfect timing. Definitely. We know much more about like even Yaiba than we needed to for this episode. It's glorious. So I want to give a big shout out and thank you to Medium Sized Jeffrey, Ryan Self, Spencer Young, William Lee, and Big Chief Mason. Thank you all. So before we give our thoughts, let me go over the manga to anime changes. This is courtesy of Detective Conan World, who are currently housing an ad for us. Thank you. <laughs> very expensive uh, ad. Very expensive ad. It's been there for like two weeks now. Um, so the OVA was a... Yeah, it's based off that extra chapter from the third volume of Magic Kaido. And there were no Conan stuff in that, obviously. It was just all... From uh, Yaiba and Kaido Kid. In the manga, Kid steals the sacred sword from Yaiba almost immediately. While in the anime, he uh, they have that little battle with his card gun stopping the sword. And also, Yaiba's drunken father <laughs> winds up interrupting Yaiba and Kid's duel. Oh no, no he... we missed out on that. <laughs> I know, and this sounds like a good scene. He has them, he interrupts them. And then he corrects both of their stances before letting the fight continue. So he doesn't even, like, try to enter, like, stop the fight. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, but you're holding the sword. Yeah. Kid, get over here. You gotta... We need to do this properly if we're gonna fight. Oh my gosh, it's not like, stop fighting now. It's, you have bad form. <laughs> and then, in the end, I guess everything happens with Onomaru shooting and such. And then Inspector Nakamori is the one that recovers the sword. Oh. So he gets to take credit. Instead of Shinichi. Okay. The manga also includes a short epilogue that takes place the morning after the heist, where both Yaiba and Kaido wake up with numerous bruises and swear off anything having to do with swords. This is left out of the anime. Because okay. it was Conan. So. There you go. That would be equally enjoyable. Yeah, I'm, I I want to read that now. Yeah. So, hey, we're gonna we're gonna run out of uh, Magic Kaido stuff eventually, and guess we can take a look at the manga. All right, think we'll think we'll do that. So yeah, this is our our first OVA, Colleen. There are quite a few OVAs. There are twelve. So, this is our first one. What do you think of Conan versus Kid versus Yaiba? The grand battle for the treasure sword. Oh, I love this so much. I was giddy while watching it. It was a lot of fun. And uh, like we've already mentioned, it was so much better watching it with uh, like knowing something about Yaiba and uh, Magic Kaido, which I had not. Like, I wasn't familiar with their shows before watching this the first time. Um, so, you had talked about animation a little bit um this is probably one of my favorite uh ways that kaito has looked like i don't know um why but i prefer him in the, the older style anime than um in the new like magic kaito 1412 i don't like it's probably the nose but anyways i thought he looked really good yaiba looks so different i don't know if that bothered you as much as it bothered me but yaiba like he has this sort of like cutesy cartoony look in his own show and then here obviously they made him look a little bit more like the conan characters so he was 
he looked like a little off it was fine not in a bad way it was just like this is a different yaiba he looks like he's older well i mean also a very different time period like mm-hmm, uh yeah. the anime was in 1993 this would have been 2000 so like animation would have changed in those seven years um but yeah he does look a bit different he is a bit more I don't know, humanized, I guess. <laughs> like, no. I know he's a human, but yeah. Yeah, no, totally. So it's it's kind of... Um... Onimaru looked awesome, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. He looked great. <laughs> um, for the, like, five seconds he's on screen. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, like, sort of the one of the benefits, I guess, of having a long-running show. And then if you put in other characters, like, you can see these characters animated um, based on whatever is the the style at the time so yeah it's it was fun kind of seeing them reimagined almost in a way um the story itself was absolutely bonkers and of course me being as dumb as i am i'm like oh this i didn't realize this was all a dream like i think i had my first inkling when conan started changing into like kogro and haiji i was like okay this makes no sense whatsoever but um it was just so enjoyable like this is like the fans episode this is not a mystery it's not meant to make sense um we did get a good battle so i i sort of like poo-pooed on it earlier i was like oh did we get a great battle but now that you refresh my memory like i really liked that um one clip of when kaido um like blocks the uh blocks the aiba sword with his card gun i thought that was really cool so yeah, it's, it was so so much fun to watch. Yeah, this is fun. Um, the next AVA won't be for another two years. Oh no! Uh, that comes in early 2002, so we've got quite a bit of uh, anime and a movie before we get there. But we'll we'll see another AVA. That, that I believe um, it ties into one of the movies. I think I don't know. I might be making that up, but it's a uh, it's based on I think it's our introduction to uh, that dickhead cop that's in the movies. He he appears in that. Shiratori. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like a movie only character for a while. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to recall if I've seen the second OVA. It's a uh, sixteen suspects. It's a. One of Shiratori's most prized wines gets broken. Oh, I have seen this, yes. And he's like, oh, no. Not my 1947 <laughs> Chateau. Vintage wine. It's funny. What will I do? Because it's true. But, uh, yeah, we'll cover that in quite a while. Um, so it won't be super soon. But I'm glad we finally got to do an OVA. We were kind of waiting until... Um, it roughly aired, which is a late 2000. So we're um, in the anime, we're in like November 2000. So we're, we're almost to 2001. It's exciting. Um, so yeah, we're slowly catching up. <laughs> we're not really catching up. There's so much, so much is aired with Conan that we're, we're just falling more behind. <laughs> so, but uh, especially as they start doing like spinoff shows and oh, oh okay. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is fun. I really liked the OVA. I, I guess I didn't give my thoughts, but um, yeah, I liked it a lot. It was great just having that extra knowledge of Yaiba in particular, because like I knew Kid and I'd like read some of the like Kid manga, so like I knew who Akaka was. But like, who the hell was this <laughs> demon guy? Who's this granny? It's like, who's this family? That's like, who's the hell's Yaiba? <laughs> like, I was so confused by so much of this when I watched it the first time. So it was nice watching it with that knowledge and being able to just be like, oh, okay, so that's that's fun. And like, you see them for like, because a lot of these people, like Masashi, ha- he's there for like 10 seconds. Yep. He has his one scene, he gets his fan service in, and then he's out. And if But if you don't know them... It's like the most weird, like, where the hell did this guy come up, <laughs> up from, you know? You're like, I guess so he's a Yaiba character, because I don't know who he is. Yeah, like, you see Onomaru for ten seconds, you're like, what? 
Why, why did he attack them? <laughs> what is going on? Why does he have horns? What is going on here? Yeah, that's just sort of the theme of this episode. What is going on? Why is Conan turning into Kogoro? Why is there a wow. vulture and a frogman? I didn't... Onomaru appears in Detective Conan. I feel like we've mentioned that before. Well, I, I just found that. I didn't know. <laughs> if we did. So, I totally okay, well, well he'd meant, he, I don't know if you can really count this. He, there's like an Onimaru game in one of the episodes. Oh, no, like the actual okay, character okay. appears. It, this was very recent. This is manga chapter 990. Oh, all right. Or anime oh, episode pfft. 916. When are we going to get to that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, that's so far away that I don't even have it mapped out. So. Okay. But um, I don't know if you remember the episode, and hopefully I'm getting it right. The... I, need to, I, I need to reread. I know exactly where he was, like, because there's a big kendo tournament arc where, like, Katori's being a dork, and he's like, I got him win the kinder tournament <laughs> and um he's fighting in the kinder tournament but like i now i remember the guy but i didn't i hadn't read yaiba then so like i was like who the hell is this guy why are they making a big deal out of him? <laughs> okay but yeah it's actually him neat wow that's fun well i'm gonna have to make a mental note of that for yeah, a few years from that's now cool. that is very cool that's fun <laughs> a few years more like a decade coming <laughs> probably talk about that i don't know 2040 oh god um <laughs> but yeah <laughs> kind of the gift that get, keeps giving oh yeah literally fun. it was fun but yeah <laughs> having that extra like context is just so huge and enjoying it so like if you've watched this before and you haven't watched yaiba well go over to the patreon listen to our awesome yaiba coverage Watch some Yaiba. It's a really fun show that you should watch once a month. None more, none less. <laughs> yeah. The perfect amount. Definitely. Um, and you don't need to watch yeah. a lot of it. I would say, you know, you'd be good No, with... probably like the first 10 episodes. Yeah. So bookmark this OVA for 11 months from now. <laughs> watch Yaiba once a month. None more, no less. Um, and then you can enjoy this to its full thing. But yeah, they introduced like all the characters semi-early on. Um, probably frog guys the latest um in that group but even he's probably like episode six or seven probably so not going too long till you meet him yeah i mean like i said yeah it's not even i mean using orbs so it's probably yeah like <laughs> you're probably good watching dude, the first 10 even maybe like first five to ten episodes yeah like you see more of you have his dad here than in the anime. <laughs> so true. He abandons his son and he goes, I'm out. See ya. But yeah, this is a, a lot of fun. And I figured it would be fun, but uh, I didn't realize how much I'd enjoy it. I had a great time watching this. Yeah, same. So uh, we'll be back with some normal Detective Conan. Next week, we're covering Detective Conan episode 215. The Bay of Revenge, Part 1. Alright. So I bet uh, instead of like a fun time with swords and heist, uh, somebody's going to get murdered. Or commit suicide. We can never <laughs> rule that one out. Yes, so be on the lookout for more mysteries here soon on Case Reopened. Um, and that'll do it. Colleen, say the thing. Can I say two of the things? <laughs> Oh, I wish I had yeah. like one for Yaiba, but I haven't. We haven't come up with one yet. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And remember, one truth prevails. And see you next illusion. That was corny. All right, <laughs> see ya.